0: I'll listen to what just played back because for the reason I seem softer on the thing, but maybe it was me. Hang on. Oh no. I sound fantastic. That's lovely. Okay, did we figure out if Blossom honest
1: as ever Ryan?
0: This, he does ever. sound like he's in the dryer, though. Well, I'm staying there because I'm not coming out. This oh, is Oh,
2: the... he sounded this is not the dryer. This is not
0: the dryer. I sound fantastic right now. the closet.
2: Beautiful right now. No, I... he's been so Ryan and I have been trying to figure figure out his microphone problems and he sound he sounded like he's got a giant Mr. Mike, like the thing yes. with the coil.
0: Kevin and I have gra- have gone rather close. Do you prefer this or do you prefer this? Oh, I prefer that. You prefer this? Well, this you shall have then. All right, so I got that one, and where are my notes for Babylon 5?
3: God, I spent five minutes looking for my note for, like, I've taken all my B5 notes in this. I've taken castle notes in this. I took Firefly notes in this, and I go to find the third space notes, but I realized when I got to the blank pages that I, in fact, took notes in the computer.
0: Well, you know how I've been saying for years and years and years that episode eight of Pofo was the one that we lost? That was the one that Jen was in the car peeing, and she was on the coffee table and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, I found it was actually episode 13. It wasn't episode eight, and the problem there is like I forget real-life events, and then when I... Try and, like, rebuild the memories years later. I forget everything. So I decided I'm probably misremembering third space. So I, like, had to find a calendar and look up exactly what event came when and when did this whole thing happen and how did this come out. So hopefully I'm more knowledgeable now than I was before on it because I forgot half the stuff. Yes.
2: And I watched it about a week ago and then... Ryan's sound problems came up and then I got volunteered for editing all of Be Careful and three other things happened.
0: Well, and- You you have to admit for Pofwa it's not bad when six hours before a podcast someone says, is there any way we can do this live and stream it and the fact that we were able to do it, <laughs> that ain't bad for Pofwa. That's so, true. That, <laughs> and that, then
2: your sound died.
0: And then my sound died. Well the problem was apparently my sound sucked last week, we just thought it was good. So Today, everyone's like, Your sound sucks. I'm like, But I haven't touched anything. And Kat's like, It can be weird. It can be glitchy. I'm like, I'm like, It's not.
1: I'm like, It's not glitchy.
3: Russian legend of
0: gremlins. I haven't touched a single solitary thing. Kat's like, Let's reinvent the wheel. I'm like, I don't want to reinvent the wheel. I want it to work like it did before. So I was very grumpy. It's very, very grumpy. Oh, and I, Kat, you'll appreciate this for the podcast tomorrow. I don't know if Death or Catherine <laughs> listen to it. Every week we have a challenge. And our challenge this week was to draw our fellow podcasters. And I drew Sue. I drew Jen. I drew myself. And I actually drew them in pen. So I feel like Andrew from the whatever the hell Vicky wrote that he made fun of Mike or whatever. And we all yelled at him. Um Darkness. your Darkness. And I drew Robert and I'm, or Bob or whoever the hell he is. I'm looking at it. And I'm like, I think I made him look chubby. Like, I don't think I drew him that, Like, or at least I don't think because like – like I like I look very thin. Like I should at least be ch- if he, if he's chubby, I'm chubby. And I'm looking at this thing. I'm like, it doesn't look quite like him. It looks like someone else. I'm thinking of someone else, and I drew someone else perfectly, but I don't know who. And I'm staring at. Them. I drew Ben from MuggleCast. It looks exactly like Ben from MuggleCast. It's absolutely Ben. And I even know the picture I'm thinking of where it looks like Ben from MuggleCast. So that was my accidental thing this evening. But let's talk about Babylon 5. Let's talk about Babylon 5.
1: Because some of us
0: have to go
3: to work.
1: Oh, yeah, work tomorrow. (laughs)
0: So, what season of Puffa is this? Are we in season four? Are we in season three? I so, do believe this is the beginning of season four. We are launching season four now. What you now Deathroll has, has graciously taken over the Puffa Exchange over here because I'm frying eggs over in Studio B. For, you know, full I time have now. stepped up from the board of directors to become the CEO. He has taken over the he has taken over the CEO chair. Now, the thing I wasn't is, even hostile this time. It, it, it wasn't even hostile. Well, basically, I told him if my new show goes under, I may kick the door back in, but we're not going to let that happen because we're frying no, eggs. I was referencing
3: the hostile takeover of the forum. Well, there was that. I didn't have
0: <laughs> Jen was not fired or turned orange at any point or yellow or whatever the color of the Hufflepuffs are.
1: Um, Ryan. Yes. You're breaking up.
0: That's not good. Cause yeah, you're no. very choppy.
1: You sound like someone on a cell phone going through a tunnel.
0: Well, the good thing it, is because I'm recording the call. I sound fantastic. So you're going to have a great time editing this. Oh, can, good. Can
1: conversation will be squirrely?
0: Yes. Now, can you hear me now?
1: we can hear you.
3: It's just choppy, and every other bit is low. Hmm. Is it getting any better? Not really. We can sort of make out what you're saying, but it's going to be hard
0: to converse. Hard to converse. Okay, we're going on a field trip. Hold with me here.
2: uh, (laughs) Let's do a little
3: test here. Cat, try speaking, and let's see if it's everybody.
2: I have a profanian story if people want to hear it, but if we want to just launch into third space, then I'm totally okay with that
0: cat you sound fine how do we sound do we sound you sound fantastic hold on we're going on a field trip we're heading towards stronger (laughs) wi-fi we're entering... Stronger
1: Wi-Fi is always recommended. We're
0: we're entering stronger Wi-Fi. Now, I have no idea where I'm going to put this giant phallic symbol of a headphone. I have a microphone, but we're going to find out. I feel like... Microphone.
2: I feel like Ryan's sound is picking up, or is dropping out every time it hears a sound. That's
1: not
0: good. Don't you have the same microphone I do?
1: No, none none of ours are phallic.
0: No, Kat does.
2: I have it. I own it, but (laughs) I've never recorded with it. Whoops. All right. All right, I've never recorded puffle with it. I've done other things with it.
0: What have you done with it? If, I, if you don't mind, <laughs> that
1: sounded very, very nasty.
3: Especially <laughs> <laughs> considering we're talking about the phallic mic.
0: That's why I asked a puffle.
3: Exactly. Done
1: All right, hold on. We're plugging it. Uh, I didn't mean it like that. Oh, we know, but we'll take it there anyway for you. No charge, oh, of
2: course.
0: I <laughs> have a lot of wires. Hmm. That sounds better.
2: Yeah, you sound a lot better.
3: Oh good! How oh, do now? Let's let's give it a try. Okay, Kat. What is your profanian story?
2: So Saturday, well, this week, this last weekend was LeakyCon. If you didn't know, or if you're listening on the podcast and don't realize what week we're recording this, and I could not afford LeakyCon because I am going to Deathrow's wedding, and instead I went to something called Hugstock, which is us meeting in front of LeakyCon. And hugging each other because we missed each other and we haven't seen each other in a very long time. I thought
3: and you then, didn't do hugging.
2: I don't really hug, but it was one thing, and then after five seconds, I was out. So <laughs> Kat,
0: okay have so I not you hugged you just for five seconds?
2: No, and then we went to dinner and okay. we had food, So, Cat,
0: I have hugged you before, I believe.
2: I do. I do hug on occasion. Uh-huh. But it depends on things. I'm not wild about hugging
0: okay because you seem to enjoy it when we hugged but i didn't know you had like a predisposition or i would have done the awkward hug where i walk up and i like i'm like is this okay can we do this <laughs> i'm
2: okay with hugging especially people that i know i'm less okay with people that i don't know so well okay it depends
0: harry was that like that in vox horses so.
2: yes hugging is a personal activity which also yes, it is. Problems, but whatever it is a personal
1: activity that goes into your personal space.
0: Did you mention this when you applied to Hufflepuff?
1: No, this is why I didn't.
0: Smart move. Smart. I move. I bite. Smart move. This is like people on job applications when they say, "Do you work well with others?" and they're like, "Um, no, <laughs> you tend to not get. <laughs> oh, I work bad.
1: fine with others so long as they stay more than two feet away from me. We're exactly. great.
0: Oh, yeah." Because in this job market, you really want to differentiate yourself by saying, like, I don't like other people.
2: Exactly.
0: Do you have an overnight shift available?
2: But (laughs) runs with scissors. Exactly. So when you're in the city, especially when you're near the lake, you have to park underground because there's no parking above ground in the city. Right. So I went below ground, and I parked, and I got my ticket, and I went to the thing, and I went to dinner with the people, and I offered to drive two people back to their hotel because their hotel was on the south side. And south side isn't so happy during the evening.
3: Reasonable. Mm-hmm. You don't want them walking.
2: Exactly. So Why ever not? I put in my ticket. And I put in my credit card because that's what you do. And it's working, 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 working. And it spits my credit card back out and says, card error. And so I'm like, huh. And I try it the other way and it does the same thing. Then I put in my debit card and it does the same thing. So finally, I go over to the damn ATM that's going to charge me $5 to get 20 bucks out of the thing. But Mm -hmm. I do it anyway because I want to get out. So I put in the $20 and it says accepted you owe no money i am very smart and i take a picture of said thing because i'm confused by why the machine is not working correctly right and it's working 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 paper jam so the oh, no. <laughs> please see receipt I go to the receipt bin and pull out there are two receipts. One is for $20, which is how much I paid, and one is for $30. So naturally, I think, hmm, the one that's $20 is obviously my receipt. Reasonable. I go to my car. I am thinking, I just go to the little thing and press assistance and show them my receipt, and they let me out. Right, no. so we pull out and we pull up to the thing, and I press assistance, and they come over and they say we have to go get your ticket. So I pull over, and you know, blah 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 blah. And the guy goes with his little cart and goes to the little, the little box that I put my ticket into. And five minutes later, he comes back and says I couldn't find your ticket. And I was saying it's there. I put the thing in, and I got the receipt, which of course means that. You know, the ticket has to be in the thing. So then the other garage attendant says, oh, well, of course, I can always check again. So she goes on the cart. And by this time, my passengers are just not believing that this is happening. And they're like, we're stuck underground and we don't know what's going on. And of course, at this point, I'm just
0: saying. They don't listen to the podcast, do they? No. Oh, okay. They listen to
2: <laughs> These are wizard people that I'm in with. But, of course, at this point, I turn and say, I should probably mention at this point that I'm cursed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I love how you wait till this point, you know, not when the thing jams after it doesn't accept any of your cards that you're cursed. No, no, wait until, uh, you know, five other people are involved in this. Oh, yeah, by the way, I'm cursed. Sorry. Well, well it's
3: like, our, well, it's robbery that fell and Part of the curse is that you involve other
0: people. Robert F. Spellcast, who's a puff for a week, says, I'm going into the middle of the woods to practice survival skills. I'm like, are you insane? You don't <laughs> do that. the ways that?
1: this could go wrong?
0: <laughs> you know what I'd take? I'd take the Spellcast guy if I was going in Africa. What's his face? Okay, can we learn his name? <laughs> that dude from Spellcast. Where would you take Robert? <laughs> He'd be my Africa person. Kes would be my Australia person. She we Would he take South Robert there. to Africa with you? I don't know. I, I get that vibe. I could see that. Him in Africa. And it would like, make me look cool in perspective, I think. He's a rich white guy from California. <laughs> I'm not sure why you think he'd be helpful. <laughs> because he'd, let, he, he'd, like, he'd get all the attention. I'd be kind of like the cool person on the side. You could take, you could
1: take me to Africa because I like animals.
0: There's no animals in uh, Asia. And I wouldn't take Chi to South America. I don't know why, but I have this weird feeling she'd get caught up in, like, the Colombian drug trade or something. I don't know. That's exactly what do. I Chi, was like, going to say. Can't see, like, Chi, like, chopping through a rainforest to, like, some ruin in the middle of the rainforest. She mm. bitches in the grocery store. I don't think I can see that. But she has survival skills. Like, Chi could survive... <laughs> Jen called me earlier tonight because we're recording our third episode tomorrow of Point of View Weekly, if that's the name of the podcast. I always forget what the name of the podcast is. And she's like, I may be late to the podcast. I'm like, Jen, that's fine. You're like nine and a half months pregnant. You know, that that's perfectly reasonable if you if you're running a little bit late. What's wrong? My house is full of sewage. <laughs> I'm like, and you think you're gonna be a little late for the podcast?
1: Only a little late. A little late a little, no. just, just just imagine. Just,
0: I'm just, just a scotch. Just a scotch. It's
3: very topical, actually. I was listening to something really, really <laughs> early No, seriously, I was <laughs> listening to the really early episodes of Puff When She is telling toilet
0: stories. Plumbing <laughs> with She, it was a great segment. I I I, oh my God. I, I opened one saying She, how the pipes, and apparently you're not supposed to say that, but it just came to me and I went with it. <laughs> Oh, man. So So,
2: continue our story. The lady finally comes back. It's been about 20 minutes. And she has a handful of tickets in her hand. And she can't match the ticket to my receipt. So she says, we can go to my manager. And we can clarify this. And I say, I have a picture. Does that help? And so we go into the manager's office. And she checks the tickets with both my receipt and with the picture that I took. And it turns out that the damn ticket thing never printed out a receipt for me. Oh my gosh. So then they finally hand me back my ticket and they're saying, it'll go through, you've paid. And so I pull up finally, it's been 25 minutes now. And it says, you owe $20. And I'm like, I'm not paying another twenty dollars to get out of here. And I call over, and they let me out.
0: Well, I was in Worcester the other day for work, real fast, and I'm and I have to get a receipt to get reimbursed for my parking. And I'm leaving yep. the garage. You get you you put your ticket into the machine and you pay, and they give you your ticket back. And they say, you know, put put the ticket into the machine, into the gate arm thing, and the gate arm will come up, and then you know press the button to get your ticket out, or, you know whatever the process was, and and that is your receipt. I'm like, that sounds good. So I pull up to the little gate arm, and I put my ticket in, okay? And the gate arm goes up. And the gate arm only stays up for a few seconds. Then it comes crashing down upon you like the wrath of God. (laughs) And I look over, and there's like 143 different buttons that I have as options for which one to push to get my receipt out. So I do what I think anyone reasonably would do. I gunned it. So I'm not getting reimbursed for my parking because all I could picture was the gate arm would come down. And I would have to drive through it. Then I would have to buy them a new gate arm and it would be more than the cost of the parking. So, so I, pl- I played into their hands.
1: I don't Finally
2: know it- come up, you know, from the depths of hell itself. Uh-huh. And
0: Suburban Chicago. Yeah.
2: We're setting the GPS to the hotel uh-huh. and it says simulate driving route. I'm thinking this is odd because I've never seen this before. Just click yes and we'll figure it out later. And it Always works a accessible. bad idea. And it works while well, I'm in downtown Chicago. I can't stop and figure it out. I've got to drive. So I get to their hotel fine and it's still not working, and I notice there are no bars on my GPS. Cool. I'm not getting any signal. My GPS does not work. So oh, I have no. to drive home with what I call the aggressive commuters who are the people who get off work at 7pm and are angry about it so they honk and cross like 5 lanes of traffic that was my Pufflanian adventure. I
0: have one more fast one. Then we're going to go into third space, which is there's a, there's, a, there's a lot to talk about in third space, Catherine, because oh, yes. you're, there, there's a ton in there. It's it's chocked full of, of good stuff to talk about. If you say so. <laughs> now you, you you're familiar with Jen. You've met. You've car raced before. Now yes, yes, now, it was a good time. It, it was a wonderful time. Now, Jen, as you may know every once in a while six of her organs will be failing at any given time it's just this random sure. thing it's kind, of, it's kind of like you kick her in the side and they start it up again it's one of those things like bang the dashboard and the, the noise stops she's just got one of those personalities she's one
1: kind of those people okay. she's one of those yeah.
0: people so one day she called me i'm like what's up she's like um oh, my pancreas and my spleen are shutting down and i'm thirsty and i may go skiing i'm like no problem <laughs> and then she goes in and she gets another bad medical update and i said to her jen I don't want you to worry. You're going to live to be 95. And as you're thinking, all these serious things, you're worrying about them. You're going to die of X. That X is going to finish you off one day. And I said this to her, I think even on air on PowerPoint Weekly. Sure. Do you have any idea what I use as an example for X? Bus. Bus is going to finish you off? Yeah no i went for something that just sounds stupid something you know that no it's it's a funny name and it's it just it 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 just sounds ridiculous no one would ever die of this thing a cat's about to jump on the microphone by the way and he's very fat so this might make a little bit of a noise okay there we go (laughs) and do you have any idea what that funny sounding disease may be which i have predicted the general die of at age 90 no okay well i apparently found out on saturday i have it because i tempted the wrath of whatever from high atop the thing so i have the funny sounding thing that was my before story of the week
1: are you a celiac
0: well i'm that too but that wasn't actually the thing
1: really you have celiac i have
0: everything i can't go near
1: Do you know what celiac is
0: i yes i have it Okay, since... How come
1: this hasn't come up during dinner? Because I just... went to an Italian restaurant and I this didn't, didn't come up?
0: I didn't know I had it then. Okay, I found out I can't go near smoke gluten and on Saturday a doctor came out and said, we think you have gout. The funny sounding one. I'm like, I have gout? So I have the celiac trifecta. is much
1: more funny sounding than than gout. Ha-
0: we're actually going to have T shirts for it because we found at least two celiac Pafuanians, So we're going to start selling T shirts.
2: <laughs> this is actually at simultaneously while I'm having my garage adventure, Brian is being diagnosed with gout.
0: I got gout. And my first thought was, oh, God, because I remembered the Jen conversation. I'm like, <laughs> I did this to me. That was the first thing I thought of. I'm like, That's oh, no. Trying to be funny. I tempted the wrath of the whatever from high atop the thing. And now I, I, I cannot walk well. Now, if anyone would like to embarrass me, you need to go to my local hostel and get the security camera footage of me hopping to my car. That will be <laughs> <little fun> the <laughs> Because Great. the because the very because ni- the, the very nice very fit nurse said, "Do you need help getting to the parking lot?" To which I thought she was going to like carry me, and I'm like, "No, oh, <laughs> I'm fine." Ooh, <laughs> hostage situation! And I, <laughs> and I hopped on one foot while going, "Ow, ow, 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 <laughs> bad
1: idea, ow, 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 ow."
0: So that was my awful story. So I have the wow, have that, the that
1: that's 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 all sorts of special. It was all I mean, sorts of special. The, the, I thought death roll being lactarded was special. But
0: strongly linked to celiac, my friend. You should get the text. Really? Oh, lactose intolerance is very strongly related to celiac oh, disease. Oh, don't
1: tell me I that. would have had no idea because I thought... Everything
0: is strongly related to celiac disease. It's weird. Well, thyroid you know, I'm diseases. just trying to piece
1: this together because lactose intolerance is caused by not having an ins- uh, the Proper enzymes in your gut.
0: Well, the thing is, um, the villi in the intestine, I think
1: that it, that would be, um, well, it's, an, it's, uh, the, it's, an it's related to an autoimmune issue.
0: Well, what it is is the autoimmune issue damages the villi of your intestines, which causes malabsorption issues. So, there can be difficulty in absorbing
1: gluten, yeah,
0: yeah, but it can also cause issues absorbing you know other things, so that can lead to lactose intolerance. You have many birds we have two okay. I
1: have, and it's just the one that's singing right now
0: <laughs> oh my
1: <laughs>
0: He's the other
1: one is kind of hiding in the other corner of the cage saying mommy mommy
0: this is how you kind of know the poof <laughs> are letting themselves go you know what I mean it's like we're fine it's crooked <laughs> it, it's like I'm the thinking, episode I'll where we're I'll
1: re- move a- again so we don't have to listen to Faraday
2: it was like has, the ep- has Ryan ever podcasted with the birds before
0: no
3: he hasn't
2: Oh, oh you haven't. Oh,
1: well, let me introduce you to Mr. Faraday. I think he lives in a cage, by the way. Yes, I
0: I posted this to Perfect Weekly today. I'm in the process of re-editing season three, which is so on topic so far, I might add, that I'm actually, I'm having trouble removing stuff because it's all so good. My favorite episode, now we have like the top 10 list of best Puffa episodes. Like when you hear the episode numbers, you'll be like, yeah, I know why that's on the top 10 list because we talk about them a lot because they're fun. I thought of doing like a top 10 list of, Episodes of Puffwa that don't really get mentioned a lot, but they're, like, hidden gems. The best episodes of Puffwa so far are the When the Lioness Fights episodes, which is the Snape Hermione episodes. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life.
2: Yeah, I listened to why those. Are I thought those were fun, but at the same time, the fic is disgusting. So, like, why
0: are they great episodes? Because, the like, the recording team, the hosts, everyone was just firing. They were in good moods. It was it was fun to listen to. The fic itself, it's a little creepy. <laughs> Snape is a bagel. Well, here's the thing: he's not so much a bagel as Hermione is kind of like the high school dropout who's dating her old chemistry teacher. And by the way, her spleen is hanging out. And by the way, she's a biker chick. It's one of those things. So it's a, it's it, it's a little creepy.
2: Yeah, Ryan, have you heard? Have you seen the conversation on the forum where we're taking fake nominations for next season?
0: He's responded in the thread. I've been in the thread. I've been in there,
2: okay, and the discussion about how we're not covering Snape as a bagel fix because we're not supposed to be promoting stuff like that
0: i i have read that. I will say that my understanding of it is the focus is like it's not even on like Hermione is a student, it's just on Hermione being creepy. I think I don't
2: care one. she's eighteen,
0: yeah, but th- that was the least of her problems. I'll put it to you
1: that way it, it was and she's
2: college. a educator, Hermione- and like.
0: No, no, no. Yeah. If, if Hermione is 30
3: and she's banging a 60-year-old Snape and she wants to wear the schoolgirl skirt, that's fine. I'm but otherwise – but-
0: you know, In this particular fic – and granted, I only read like the first 15 chapters. Maybe it dramatically changed. But my understanding of reading the beginning of the fic was the least of Hermione's problems was the bagel issue. Like there was so much more going on. Like we'll get to that if we have time. But there was there was a, there was so many issues with the characterization and whatnot. Other people love it. I think like I really enjoyed. Um, and we're not saying yeah, we, people can't like what yeah. they like and can't
3: read what they want to read, right? But we don't think we should cover it.
0: Like I'll put you this way: I don't think we should promote it. I think if the storyline was, let me rephrase: if the if the characters were truer to themselves. And I think if the story was written you know if it was closer to like a year like none other by Aspen in the sunlight I think that the bagel issue would have been number one but I think there were so many other issues that kind of bumped that to number six
2: I but think no matter I, I read several chapters of as fights and from what I saw of all of Hermione's issues I don't care how bad things are bagel will always be number one on my list
0: yeah I like it didn't even hit my top five like there was there was enough stuff I had but again, lots of people love the story. It's one of those love-with-or-hated things. Even the people who love it seem to have some issues with it. But, uh, yeah. So, and as I recall, we had it narrowed down to two Snape-Hermione fix. And Jen approached me and said, okay, I'm giving you a choice. Do you want the one where Hermione's a death eater? Or do you want the one where Hermione gets eaten? <laughs> and I picked one of Linus fights. <laughs> so, that's where we went.
1: I wouldn't have no idea what you're talking about. And 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 th- that, that 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 what that, would you have
0: I done? Just... What would you have done I in my position?
1: You butt, he or she butts.
0: There you go. Alright, let's talk about. And you know
1: who said that?
0: I I don't know. Was it you? No. <laughs> well, yes, you did. You just said
1: that. The said that, which brings us to third space. Third space.
3: Oh, She's on top of it. Babylon 5. Babylon 5. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Puffo Exchange, everybody. We are launching into a discussion of third space. I am Deathroll.
1: I am Catherine.
0: I am I'm Ryan.
1: Confused with cat.
0: Not to be confused cat. No, no. I'll be the buffer between the Catherine and the cat. And Catherine
3: and I may or may not have had gin and tonic tonight.
1: I plead the fifth. What's unfortunate is when I moved into the other room so I could talk and listen to Death Roll without hearing the gross lag between hearing him in the same room and hearing him over the headset, I left my beverage in that room. So I need to rectify that.
0: Here's the situation I'm having I was. Re- now, I usually have a headset on, and I'm not wearing that. I have this giant phallic symbol. Um, microphone, which I'd never had before, so I was reaching for the coffee. Now it's in the coffee maker, about four feet to my right. So I'm reaching. I'm doing the I'm Ryan as I'm reaching for it, and I missed what Death Roll said immediately after that. It sounded like, and it was it was a comment about him and Catherine. I missed it. We, we made not, not gin and have. tonic tonight. Oh, I thought you said something very different.
1: <laughs> no, we didn't. That's exactly what he said, and that's exactly what may or may not be have happening.
0: You all know what I think. I what I think I heard, right?
1: No, I have no idea what you thought that we said. We think you did, and no, no, this is the thing.
0: Yeah, this is not the thing. It's not that I. Th- it's not that I like heard a, a syllable, and I thought I. It's not like one of those. I know where this is going. Things. I actually think I heard you say something else. This is what I thought you said. No, I thought that was us starting season four of of the Popo Exchange off on a very interesting note. So that was why I was confused. I and mean, I would have asked the question, but I had to go get my coffee.
3: So. In a couple more weeks, that'll be the case. They, a couple more months, I mean. We are under 60 days to the wedding.
1: Woo-hoo!
0: So you've passed the donut hole for the wedding.
1: People are starting to RSVP to the reception, uh-huh. which has led to us being in a constant state of minor panic, because now we're going to have to feed these people. Well, they become very twitchy.
0: Now, the fun yes, part... Like now, the fun part of this is trying to figure out what the hell tables to put these people at. That's number one, because... No, I- no,
1: no, no, no. Right now, I am perfectly fine with an FFA seating arrangement. All right. Come in, take your tag, mark your territory. Great.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Because that, because that's the thing that happens. You will have people RSVP and not tell you who they are. That's my I favorite. No, it,
1: ha- it's not that I don't know who's coming. Yes. It's a matter of I don't care what table you sit at.
0: Okay, because I put got your the table plate. plate. Yeah,
1: put it where you're sitting. Done. Well, you decide. Are you going to be next to other Puffwanians? Are you going to be next to my crazy Bando friends? Are you going to be stuck sitting next to Aunt Ethel? I
0: actually, for a while, thought... Auntie Muriel. I thought, no, I honestly thought I would put like an Auntie Muriel of every table just to see what would happen, but I decided at the last moment not to do that. I I, I just didn't think that would have worked out very well. The Shadow War is over. The humans of Earth
3: have not yet gone home to reclaim their government, yes? Susan is taking on Raiders. Susan is taking this on Raiders. This is how raiders. the film opens. This is a very lovely thing. They're doing their best to secure the shipping routes and business partners and, and various matters of economic trade. Lando wasn't
1: in Lando? this one, though, right? Lando, L- L- I hate to interrupt you, but you're not in this film. Y-
0: you, were, you're the only, you and Jakar were running out of this one. Now here's I heard the about it later. If they wrote – here's the question I have. If they wrote – If they
1: wrote a really good report is what you're
3: saying? they needed some help with some of the uh, more colorful metaphors.
0: If they cut out Dr. Franklin and let Londo back in, I think we could have figured out when this episode took place, this movie took place. Because as it stands, this episode takes place during the opening credits. Of the episode Atonement, where Delen goes home and has a steam bath and learns she's the child of Alen. Other than that, there's absolutely no way, I think, to figure out when this story actually takes place. Yeah, it's been narrowed down to about that point there. And the, the thing is, it's not like a very quiet movie where like people are stuck in an elevator, and you can imagine this is happening off screen. Like they blow up a lot of shit in this one.
3: <laughs> I tell you, I would watch a movie that was just Londo and Jakar in an elevator.
0: That's the best episode of the entire show. There's the two of them in the elevator. But it's that was a, a
1: pretty epic episode.
0: This is the first... I think this is the first time in this, in this series, I think, where you kind of see JMS kind of multitasking a little bit more than Ooh, maybe he sorry? JMS?
3: J. Michael Straczynski, the guy who wrote the he, show. He wrote the damn thing. Okay. JMS.
1: Again, Ryan uh, sort of broke up. So oh, I sorry. I not understand you. And there but... were birds in here. Okay, so it was continue. Yes.
0: I think this is the first occurrence where you you just kind of look at it and you're like is jms okay is he having problems at home <laughs> because it just it doesn't it's it's not it's interesting television but it's not very good babylon 5 and i think that,
1: i wouldn't even go as far to call it interesting television
3: it felt like an episode of star trek
0: yeah and you know that it was it's like in this one in the good way right i mean when you look at like, when we come into season five, the one thing I say about season five is that you're going to see these moments where a character will do something or say something, and you'll look at them, and it's almost like they're putting their hands over their eyes saying, you can't see me. And everyone's like, where do he go? Where did he go? It's like, it, it, it doesn't make any sense sometimes. And this is like the first occurrence where things in it just don't make sense. Like, in that first scene, Ivanova is fighting with the raiders, and she tells them to either surrender or withdraw. And my first response is, shouldn't you pick one? Like, either surrender and go to jail, or just leave. What do you think they're going to do if it's a multiple choice? They're going to leave. It's
3: more like surrender or be destroyed.
0: Right, don't surrender or leave. It's like, she, she's phoning it in. It's like, pick one, pick one. It's like... It, it, well, this it,
1: whole episode to me seemed like a, a really good 45-minute, 50-minute Babylon 5 episode episode jammed into a three-hour television block. And they just forced it to stretch out that long. I mean, including, you know, places like that where Susan is just, yeah, go do something. Get out of my hair. Maybe I need to wash my hair. And that's going to be the next scene. Right. We're and, and deciding what shampoo to use. And this, it's just like, okay, get to the point. Get to the point. And then when like, you see God the God point... God I was
3: defending the shipping lines, so now I have options in terms of what shampoo I want to use. I can use this one or I can use this other one that we just started getting on the station well it had two. seriously
1: i'm really surprised that didn't make the cut the whole movie dragged and dragged and dragged i won't tell you how much farmville and castleville I accomplished.
0: Well that's sad while because this, this, is, movie. this is one of the that ones scene that's is more actually action. In the director's cut. No, this one's actually well, <laughs> well that makes me sad because
1: the, the shampoo choice or, or yes. cutting to me playing Castleville. Both. <laughs> well the
0: well the problem you're gonna have, Catherine, is River of Souls, which is one of the movies coming up, actually has so much less going on they have to add in a B plot to keep it interesting.
3: Well, I like when they have a B-plot going on. Those it's are some of the best episodes.
0: Not in this particular case, but we'll get to that when we do River of Souls. I mean, the problem this, this movie had going for it was, okay, Babylon 5 is canceled. It's canceled. We're having a rap party. Show's over. PTEN. The network went out. It's, we're, we're gone. Then TNT comes in and says, we're going to do season five. Yay! Everyone's happy. Children, fireworks, but everything. we have no plot. But what they say is, and we're also going to do TV movies. Everyone's ecstatic. And the, what they say is, okay, right before season five starts, so, you know, season five, this is great. You know, JMS's vision is is going to happen here. We're going to do two movies. The first one will be called In the Beginning, and it's going to be the story of the Mimbari War told by Emperor Londo Malari. Great for coverage, CR, 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 episode. Which, do we, do we, we haven't done that one yet, though. Oh, we haven't? No. I thought we did. That's why I was wondering why, why we were we here. We haven't
1: watched it yet. There's no way you would have podcasted on it without at least watching it with me.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So we have
3: this, – mm. This is, this is the is, beginning and it's the second movie made. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Well, it's
0: the reason weird. it was the second movie made was I think they had to box up the Babylon 5 sets to make room for the In the Beginning sets. And since the sets were over really the up, they filmed this one first. Anyway, great movie. It shows why you have a TV movie because you do things you can't do on a regular <laughs> episode of the show. It sounds like you're making a drug deal. I'm not sure what's happening this isn't over there. A zipper. the zipper. This zipper's <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Things are being unzipped. It's making me uncomfortable. More of
3: that genital relations is
0: happening over here. Sorry. That was what I thought they said. That was what I thought they said.
1: The and we're in separate rooms,
2: which is the fabulous part.
0: Welcome to marriage. So seriously, marriage ma- Mowage brings us together. That is
2: what brings us together today.
0: So,
1: well, actually, in, a, in two months, but that's a different story. I'll be here. Ah! I know
0: it. It'll be here before i know it. So, I mean, oh god, I forgot she snorted. Oh, she did it again! Look at that. Okay, I think that was both of them.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, oh. it was.
0: I can't tell they're snorting apart. <laughs> that's gonna be a bad sign. All right, in the beginning, different from the series, it shows what TV, a two-hour TV movie can do. Really breaks the series open. Shows you the back plot of the show from you know like oh, a never oh, before wait, seen perspective. The, yes, the,
1: the, the one that we haven't podcasted, the one you haven't watched, Third Space,
0: the one you haven't oh, watched. Kidding. So then they
1: okay good because yes. Third Space was none of that. Right. So
0: then they say, <laughs> and then we're going to do another one called Third Space. So then this one comes out and it kind of thuds and we're like, we liked the other one better. So by this point we got, I think the first half of season five and it ended on a cliffhanger, the mid season. And then the long break before the last few episodes of the show come out and they gave us third space to kind of weather appetites for the rest of the show. And number one, it didn't work. And number two, it wasn't very good. So no, it's, it and it's the only one of the movies that takes place during the series proper. And the problem with doing that is it's like, if you're a fan of Battlestar Galactica or something like that, like a serial, something that's very – everything's intertwined. Remember, and you, Catherine still hasn't seen it. She's only seen Caprica. Okay, but it's the same type of show. You can imagine everything's very intertwined. And then you say oh, – "Okay." sure. Then you pick up like the novels, and the novels ha- tell the story of something that happens, which is never mentioned again in any episode. And it's not very interesting, and it doesn't make sense why that would happen. It's like one of those – Okay, you're, you're picking the most densely packed season of the series, season four, and you're going to have an event happen, which we'll never mention again, which doesn't really make that much sense. And we're going to do it. It's not going to be like this quiet little thing that we can understand why it was never mentioned again. We're going to blow up like half of the station in the, and like it will just be cleaned up by the beginning of the next episode. Like, could you imagine if in the episode after Atonement, Ivanova was on the CIC and Franklin walked in? It's a shame Captain Sheridan blew up last week. And you're like, did I miss an episode? When did that happen? He blew up? What happened? It's
1: it's like it's, it's, it was- Well, I mean, I, I respect the fact that they did this. Hmm. So that it could be completely isolated in its own little box away from the rest of the season, I respect that. But that is no excuse for it sucking as much as it did.
0: Well, here's the thing, Star
3: Trek. <laughs> so this
1: production was you also, also in season
3: five, and there were some issues. Still between, not, still
1: absolutely not an
3: excuse Christian. for it sucking. There's didn't happen yet between though. Claudia Christian and various other people who I'm not going to name about various
0: issues, and so
3: fail
1: to see how that's an. But that didn't happen yet
0: because Cla- Claudia Christian leaves the show; she's not in season five. So these, this, and in the beginning, happened before. Obviously, she left because she's here to film it. So I don't think that was really. But didn't
3: you say that the filming for this actually takes place in season five production?
0: I think it's in the production, but I think they did the two movies and then they started season five because by then Claudia had left. She was on very bad terms with the producers, so she left. So this was actually her last appearance as Commander Ivanova she's in in the beginning but she has a bit role as like an 18 year old who's not in earth war so she, she's playing the same character but she's not the same character she plays herself at a much younger age so this was actually the last time she played quote unquote Susan in this movie it's just and you know what the other thing is it's like okay Star Trek it's about new life new civilization so there's lots of baddies there's lots of bad guys everyone's more powerful than the guy you met last week Babylon 5 was never supposed to be that it was about it was supposed to be a show about six races remember five races in the shadows were hanging about and they're like oh my god there might be a sixth race out there. Because we know all the players. And this is the first time and I think they do it one or two other times before the show's can before the show disappears, where they try and come out with a bigger bather race. Like, oh you know, you thought the shadows are bad. These guys will knock your socks off. And it's like why are we doing this? Why are we trying to come out with like people even more powerful than the shadows and the Borlons? Like it's just and they do it again and again and it's like that's not what the show is supposed to be and it doesn't do it well. So the whole thing just kind of
2: I mean <laughs> As as far as sci-fi goes, Third Space is a fairly good movie, but on the Babylon 5 scale of things, it pretty much sucks. But it's Babylon 5, so already the scale's high.
3: If you didn't know anything about the series and you just watched this, it's fairly easy to follow.
1: Well, it's yeah. fairly easy to follow, but that doesn't excuse the pacing issues the entire movie had that even if i wasn't absolutely familiar with all the characters and their backstories and what was otherwise going on with them the pacing was painful they took five minutes to say that the telepath had already had contact with the vorlons and this was a very unusual thing for that time well snore
2: right and even if i if i was familiar with her story which we already knew right we i mean, already knew it so i was actually doing other things well during that scene because i was playing um,
3: castleville playing farmville
2: exactly farm or whatever you know ryan it's would bad, have been
3: like, checking his email i probably wasn't I was,
0: that i probably was i mean i'm looking at my notes even for the episode here and it's like there's little bits like the part where delenn comes to sheridan's office and says how sheridan when he sees something new he's like mine 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 Mind, mind. When has he ever done that? The only thing new I think he's ever seen in the show was remember those aliens showed up in season two and they were going to cure diseases if we could answer their algebra test or whatever and if we couldn't pass yeah, the right, test. Right. That's the only new thing I think that's ever shown up, like a first contact situation and his exact response was F you get lost. <laughs> like that was the only thing he said to them. And the only other time he had a first contact situation, Vanova was supposed to sleep with them. I mean like when does he say mine, 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 mine? Like, like, I mean, he tried to keep the White Star fleet, which you know that could be considered a little thing. But I mean, that's not really something that I think we we'd seen him do before. I don't. Think
2: I, I will note it, that the characterization seemed off, and things got pinky fast about the pacing. But as a sci-fi show, I've seen worse. Well, I've it's, seen that's why a, a little bit I
3: think uh, about the characterization could be excused as it's not so much he wants to have it as he doesn't want Earth Force to get it.
0: Yeah, I mean, in, in fairness, in Season 4, the big thing about Sheridan is when he comes back from Zahadum, he's more egotistical. He's more sure of himself. He doesn't see his failings as well as – he's he's less – regular Joe than he was before he died thats how to do him. I think that part's not Captain
3: orange juice anymore
0: exactly although I do love I think I don't know if I've seen an interview of him recently or if it's something on one of the uh, one of the special features but he always loves the line my office 20 minutes into his link and he says that at one point here and I started cracking up laughing watching it but I mean there's little there's little bits like that but the, the here's the plot of third space big bad alien space eels from the from another dimension are going to kill us all period. Like I didn't that,
1: see them as eels so much as ticks. Yes. some gi- other array.
0: Giants, body-possessing ticks are invading our galaxy, and the White Star Fleet can barely hold them off. Who cares? I mean, it's just not...
2: I mean, I, I like the concept that there's always something bigger out there than you. Like the fact that the Vorlons were afraid of these things was kind of interesting, but mm-hmm. I was interested in that for about five seconds and then I was done.
0: But, I mean, the thing about the about the show was the Vorlons and the Shadows were the first ones. The first ones were scary. You know, th- there was limits to the universe. We're not going to be. We're not going to find the Borg next week. Where all the players are on the table, and then we get like the Drak, you know, from leftover from the Shadows. They were kind of invented, but they're part of the Shadows. I mean, everything is pretty much on the field. So I didn't like the fact that we have to go now and find a big bad guy i feel like there's so many stories this this movie could have taken maybe that's why i'm angry at it there's so many movies from this universe we still never got told or Mm -hmm. never got told on screen but we wasted two hours on the space ticks
2: the thing that frustrated me most was the lack of logic Babylon 5 is such a show that there's logic to their actions and Ivanova in this show has never said yes let's bring the big wreck closer to Babylon 5 that does not have any defensive weapons to it
0: yeah they bring the thing in and then they then Earth shows up so that then I'm trying to figure it out I'm like well they haven't started the campaign against Earth yet because Sheridan would be involved in that and I don't think IPX would come in even if Yeah, you know, I don't think there's any way Earth would turn a blind eye to that because if Babylon 5 was coming after them
2: Oh they'd be there so quickly.
0: Yeah, it's like there's parts of it it just it didn't make a lot of logical sense. Like I'm I'm just going back over my notes again here like parts of it I did enjoy was seeing Jeff Conway again because you know he passed away while we were podcasting on him before but it was nice to see him on the show but he's the worst security guard in the history of the world like look at him in the in the elevator scene with Lita where he finally confesses he's in love with her and all that stuff and he can't figure out the fact that she's like mumbling to herself for five minutes like if your home is robbed on the he's station. Got
3: something on his mind. Give him a break.
0: If your home is robbed he's in charge of finding your crap and he can't tell i don't know there.
2: that was pretty stupid she's staring off into the space and she's clearly in what sci-fi fantasy what have you defines as a trance yep it looks like she's
0: on drugs yeah mumbling she's mumbling to herself and like and the thing i love about this episode too is zach makes, like, I, I love the fact that he's making PA announcements while he's beating the crap out of a guy. That was awesome. <laughs> like, every man's in the front. The press spokesman from the security office isn't available because he's beating some of the pipe. Well, he's
3: making it. up for that time when there were the riots going on on the station, and he's that? just standing there watching the riots happen, standing next to that television where Sheridan's giving the martial law <laughs> yep. announcement. And I remember,
0: that, I love the scene where Sheridan and Delenn are going to meet with Lita, and the, the scene opens with Adrazi being dragged down the hallway, and just before Sheridan comes into the shot, they randomly like beat him over the back of the head with a billy club for no apparent <laughs> reason. It's like, oh my god, there's a lot of violence on Babylon 5 tonight. But, I um, just,
2: I, most of the movie I was just going, is no one recognizing the warning signs? When the telepath is starting to go crazy, you've got trouble.
0: When she can hear the thing in space, that's a bad... bad. They're not very genre-savvy. Well, like, little things I like just about the production of it, when she's in... It's the CIC set, whatever set she was supposed to be in, where someone's like, can you turn up the light? It's a little dim. We're having trouble seeing the artifact. Yeah, hold on. We're gonna gonna turn it up a little bit. all of a sudden, it's like someone turned on the lights on Clark Griswold's house, and all of a sudden, like, they (laughs) switched to the fusion reactor because like they're running out little j- lights are not twinkling and like all of a sudden the thing is like it's a alum- like president clark had to put sunglasses on back on earth he's like what the hell is that because like they like, illuminate the hell out of the thing like little things like that I'm like yeah we can see it now thank you <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, I, it's just like it, they were trying to make it this like Ooh, thing and it's like
2: Actually, now that I reflect on it, it really did seem like they were making a episode of Star Trek. Because there was, I mean, you have the red shirt construction worker that you could spot from a mile away. Yep. Oh, you knew he was getting it. Okay. Oh, you
1: knew he was all getting right,
2: it. From the first scene that you he was introduced you were just like oh and he's dead
1: okay this is why oh, i'm that's having my
2: last
0: name this is why i'm having difficulty with, with captain What's his sheridan.
2: first name you get a quarter if you can tell
1: me that captain yeah.
0: sheridan in this episode let's let's run through this here okay that construction worker dead i'm assuming <laughs> he had people maybe with him i don't remember so maybe if he had a team with him because was that the moment where the thing with like the scaffolding came off and the whole thing powered up that's when he died If he had anyone with him, they're dead. You have the Drazi who got beat over the back of the head with a billy club. If he has any brain power left, he's probably going to file a civil suit. But he's injured. You have everyone in the stations beating the crap out of each other. Everyone took a shot at Zack at least once. Zach beat up like half of Brown Sector at one point in this episode. (laughs) And then the
2: IPX assistant's dead.
0: Yeah, little Asian guy dead. He's dead. Um, we lost quite a few – I wanted to call them – we lost the Star Furies. We lost a few Star Furies there. We lost at least one White Star. They were towing one in at the end, but we saw at least one White Star by it. When Delenn's talking, like the fin on that Mimbari cruiser melted in the background, so that thing's gone. So we've lost – you know, this has not been a good day on Babylon 5 and of course at the end when Sheridan's doing his slow motion walk he's like everyone's okay (laughs) I'm like are you kidding half half of the heavy casualties everyone's okay what everyone i care about is okay so we did fine i'm like oh, all the main cast are fine i wonder where they were walking to at the well, end that's what counts
1: you. right
0: when they turn well, that the corner
1: named characters are fine they'd be
0: right? great at the end if they when they were doing that slow motion walk if they turn the corner and like the women walked into the ladies room and the men walked into the men so they just just walking out of the bathroom it's been a long day i think i don't know where they're going at the end there but i mean yeah it's like everyone's okay no <laughs> If they're going to the bathroom, PS will approve. She will (laughs) approve because they have a little hand wipey
3: thing. I
2: I also noticed, because there are three scientists on this call, that IPX was saying that basically there are no checks for the IPX company. And I'm sitting there going, well, I'm all for science for the sake of science, but there has to be someone regulating this because if there isn't, then what's going on? Not even if
1: someone's regulating this, but someone's paying for this right well, and they must
0: have had a big fleet with them they had the scaffolding ship because all that scaffolding came from somewhere then made the deal didn't he want like asparagus he can't grow or something so there's an asparagus ship out there all their peas smelling like funny now in Babylon Five of the rest of the series. I mean, like they had to bring all the supplies in with them. So I mean, like they had to bring a lot of you know equipment, and then they brought all that equipment in because remember Ivanova wanted to kill like four of them, like just for fun. I mean, so you have all that. Yeah, that that actually was very in character for her. That was. Well, at the end, she's that like was the
1: single most in character shot we had of her and Franklin in the entire episode movie. Is Susan is about to kill people. And Franklin is jokingly talking her off a cliff, but would be probably okay if she actually went over.
0: Susan's one of the few people I know that can jump kick someone in the face. I kind of like that about her. Okay, now who was the actress who played uh, Dr. Trent? It was – I have it in my notes here. Her name was something or other. Sherry Belafonte, who I think did, like, System ads in the 90s or something. JMS tends to grab actresses that you would never expect for roles – Oh, I just blanked in her name. Who plays Elizabeth Lockley in season five? I just completely blanked in her name. Um. Uh. Oh. Who is? She, uh.
1: Oh. I haven't seen season five. Well, you know,
0: you know of? You, um. You, she played the slutty person
3: on Lois and Clark the Adventures of Lois and Clark. Yeah,
0: she does Lois yeah, and I Clark. I not that either. Tracy Scoggins. Tracy Scoggins. She comes on. She has a very big role in season five, and she uh, her history was um exercise vhs tapes that was her thing
3: tracy scoggins
0: yeah scoggins i mean that was her big thing yay so, google they, they he google tends to grab, an amazing thing yeah he tends to grab people that you would never expect for these roles and i think she did an amazing job i think without her it would have even dropped lower but I think she really did a great job with that role. She's one of the bright points here.
1: But it's well, just, I think it was well casted, you know, for the extras yeah. they brought in. The Asian scientist man played his part quite well as well as her. And, oh, it was very well acted. The extra man who you knew was gonna die—he played his part beautifully. He did. No, he I was, mean, he was really into dying with the. Ah, now, can, now can I ask? Uh, slow motion, bringing the hands over the face, even though that's going to be futile. He was it's, great. now I just have a I'm question. Gonna stop
3: the explosion with my hands that don't
0: even form <laughs> a solid mass. If you get too close to the to the to the third space, whatever the hell this thing is over here, this this, this structure, you lose all power. So they say, okay. Hold back to the extreme edge of weapons range. We're going to hold back as far as possible, right? Then, of course, in all the shots, they're, like, grazing the thing because the, the FX department didn't realize they weren't supposed to get that close. Sheridan flies into it with a nuke. How was his pressure suit, the nuke itself, his thruster pack, how is that stuff actually working? Because like, the so
1: what happened so. Is- well, no, no, no. I actually have a um, legitimate, quote-unquote, legitimate thought on the timing of how that worked. Yep. If you think of the, the shield around that thing as you have so much shield to cover that whole space yep. all around it. And because the command was given, everyone shoot right at this one spot. The artifact was going to have to use more shield material at that one spot to deflect it, which created the hole. And once he's in Nuke and his Puffy Suit Junior question, to, is, to scoot why through. did
3: not the artifacts steal the power
0: from his spacesuit, or the Nuke itself. Are you saying he can't well, steal the it Nuke? Is, uh, uh, that was I my thing. I, it's like, I, I, yeah. I
1: bring us to an, an an idea brought to us by Stargate, which Death Deathworld and I have been watching. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was—is um, this Atlantis? no, no, no we're, no, we're uh, only through. in the middle of
3: season five
1: of SG-1. So, you look at the replicators. If you give pure energy in the form of any of the blasters from the Gold or any other technologies, the replicators know how to absorb energy energy. The E of E equals MC squared. However, if you give it some mass, solid stuff, it doesn't quite know how to handle that the same way it knows pure energy. So, I'm thinking... That the artifact, in a similar fashion, couldn't quickly enough figure out how to assimilate the energy given by this nuke compared to the other energy sources that it had come in contact with and absorbed.
0: Well, it was a special nuke because I noticed with the nuke when it blew up. A shockwave was produced that incinerated the bad space tech spaceships. They were; these are the ships that we our, our weapons don't scratch the surface. But the power of the nuke incinerated them. And when it struck Sheridan in his pressure suit, it kind of just pushed him gently. It was like a love tap out of the way.
1: It was against so that. I, I was- that's it's like, like Starship, Starship Troopers. No, no, that part I completely attribute to the fact that the plot says that Sheridan right. must survive and all these other things have to die. I don't think that was anything special. Well, the funny
0: it. thing was, when he's pushed away, he's pushed directly at Epsilon 3. So I'm like, good God, he's going to burn up in the atmosphere. But luckily, they moved the planet out of the way for him. So he just <laughs> kept... Oh, wouldn't let that happen. So he just... Well, draw was never heard from again. So he just kind of floats off yonder until Delenn finally goes and has somebody pick him up. So... Was
1: yeah, the whole conversation was completely undelyn like. You know, just, oh, I'll well, get around to it when I feel like it. Ha
0: ha ha. Oh no, it not- isn't. I'd be like, Ket the hell
1: up well, I- hair tossing. <laughs> no, Dolan doesn't do that. Yeah. It just She felt
2: wrong. Like, her characterization during this whole movie felt wrong. It was Look, just it was because just so weird. Dolan's often the one who's knowledgeable and For this episode, they wrote her not knowing anything. I think so that, she was merely she was merely the arm candy this episode, and I yeah, think that's, that's actually a new it,
3: way for her to appear because the Membari are the wise older race that have been around for thousands of years, and
0: I know we didn't get one a thousand years ago,
3: like in this <laughs> entire. That's like, why she's out of character, but in in this circumstance, she doesn't know anything, so she can't provide the vehicle for exposition.
2: So she gets shafted to
1: arm candy, is, and and I just don't see someone as wise and calm and prudent as a Mumbari, completely shifting once they're out of their element into valley girl bleach blonde spray on tan bimbo that's
2: that's i mean that's why people like babylon 5 because the women of babylon 5 aren't those women yeah they're not they they wouldn't fit
1: in an episode of Jersey Shore. They're like, strong women. I mean, and and D'Lynn seemed so not weak in, in knowledge. You know, I get the fact that she didn't know about this, but weak in character. Well,
3: and I mean, here I wanted to start the season off on a positive note.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's
1: just... Like in the no, beginning. no, no. If you wanted to start it off on a, on a positive note, you should have known better. <laughs> no, <in> the, You've <laughs> seen this before and knew how much it sucked.
0: Like, let me put it this way In the Beginning is fantastic. River of Souls has Marvin Sheen in it, who is Ooh. fantastic, and it has a subplot about a brothel. I'm going to give, like you, gonna give you that old tidbit right now. I'm there. excited. A call to arms, very good. It guest stars. Now, when I say guest stars, I mean he's in it. If you squint, because he doesn't speak, you have to kind of look. He has Tony Almeida from 24? He's in there.
2: Nice. I've never seen 24.
0: Well, you won't know who he is because I've watched it five times. I had to look it up on IMDb. Then I kind of went in and found him. I'm like, oh, yeah, he wasn't doing too much at this time. That's awesome. Right. But the problem is they do another movie years later. It's the one that was going to be a second spinoff, and they mm-hmm. aired it against like a, a very important football game in no men. The Super Bowl. Right, or whatever it was. And it has a similar plot with big, bad aliens you've never heard of who are the most powerful aliens we've ever encountered after those ticks from third space and it's like that's not where this show should go i mean the the thing about the show is it's about epic races and legends and mistakes made you know millennia ago and it's about passing power to the next generation in the new age and stuff it's not about you know shootouts with ticks i mean it's just i had i had a worthy storyline which was to show that the vorlons made a mistake once but we knew the Vorlons made mistakes. That was part yes. of the series, is that you know you wipe your blinders off. I, and you I, see. I didn't
3: think it was so much an, oh, here's another mistake they made. I just think it served to reinforce the point that the Vorlons' big mistake was their pride.
2: If I may, yeah. to draw another line to Stargate, and Catherine, cover your ears if you want to.
3: Cat, I was actually waiting for you to go here. Listeners, if you have not watched seasons 9 and 10 of Stargate, there are a couple of mild spoilers in what Kat is about to say.
2: So in Stargate, the Ori are like the ancients, and the ancients are the all-powerful people of the universe, and so Stargate decided to introduce another equivalent of that, but evil, to do this whole debate on science versus religion. And no one really bought into it as the fan base, because it was stupid, stupid. Plot line.
3: It was ham-fisted to boot.
2: And it took two years for the, for the series to die. It was so sad.
3: Yeah, two years and a couple of movies to deal with this whole big thing that's even bigger than what we just spent eight seasons dealing with. Yeah. So
2: I suppose that's partially why Third Space isn't so bad to me. Well, because, uh, I I believe— an hour instead of watching two seasons. Well, it was— an-
0: Third Space was supposed to be an homage to a movie that JMS had seen once. I forget which one. It's on the Lurker's Guide. I I never saw the original movie. I mean, look at Harry Potter, you know, Slytherins versus Gryffindors. Now, I've got Roll over here, who's a Slytherin. He exemplifies why Slytherins can be good guys. They're not, quote-unquote, evil like we might see them in the books. It's a different way of thinking, which is neither good nor bad. It's just different. President Clark is a very bad man. Is President Clark's secretary a very bad lady? Maybe not. She might be the sweetest woman in the world. She just works for President Clark. She she files his documents. She doesn't know what's going on in there. She
2: could be Mrs. Landingham. She could be
0: Mrs. Lanningham and she's just filling out the TPS reports and, oh, isn't he a very nice man? I mean, she just, I mean, so that's the thing. Okay, so are we going to blow up Earth because we don't like President Clark? Well, what about Mrs. Landingham in the other office? So that's where Babylon 5 does a really good job when it takes Ordinary people in- introduces shades of gray. There's no shades of gray in this entire episode. People didn't make their own decisions. They were body snatched. You've got the people walking up to, like, the conveyor belt knocking boxes off. Like, we can't pick the boxes up and put them back on the conveyor belt. I mean, you know, it- it's just – it's not – it's there's nothing in here that's where anyone has to make a difficult decision. It's just going through the motions and it's unfortunately, it's just
1: I think that right there states it perfectly, Ryan. This movie was these characters going through the motions, right. even Lita, who was possessed right was going through the motions.
0: Yeah, like Sherry then made a decision to use a nuke, which he always does. He, he always likes nukes.
1: This so is his like this is nukes. his third
0: nuke. Seriously, did he like bring a few with him when he got the assignment? Like he had a nuke boy behind him carrying them in off the cart? He always uses I nukes. Was, what,
3: what slays me about the nukes is the fact that they have this dinky little defense grid, and they've got a whole bunch of nukes sitting back in storage. Now, uh, I guess they just don't have delivery systems. Now, for If
0: or I something. were Sheridan, sure, what I would That's have done is I would, I, would, I, would have, I would have ridden to the backside of the alien ship in a white star and had them drop me off there. I wouldn't have flown in the spacesuit through the battle look like he's like i must be out of my mind yes john yes, you are in just a damn spacesuit. in a spacesuit, and no and nobody shot at him i mean that was ridiculous i mean
1: i mean oh not that no one shot at him that he wasn't hit by anything yes mm-hmm. forget all the the laser beams that were being flown around but the shrapnel this ship explodes that's not gonna hurt you at all
0: i mean it's it was it was just a whole lot of going through the motions i mean the only characters who made the different who made a decision were um dr Trent, who made the decision not to tell sheridan everything who cares like that, like and Sheridan thought, you know, that was like at the very end. He's like, he gave her a proper talking to about, you know, hold, like who cares? Now don't
3: you ever hold back information again, you naughty, naughty girl? And she's like, he's I, like, never like, like I never
0: will. Her with a newspaper. I never will. Points from Ravenclaw. And then she yeah. leaves. And Sheridan's voiceover: She was still holding back, but that's okay. I'm like, good. I'm glad we just had the scene where we just established that, like everyone holds things back from time to time, which makes the whole scene worthless. I mean, you have the scene in the very beginning with the brothers Rosen where one of them for 20 years thought the other one was sleeping with his wife and and you find out that you've been wrong for 20 years and uh, like isn't that nice It's a little allegory to you know making a big mistake like the one so that's like the Vorlons the Vorlons you know had made a big mistake it just wasn't about sleeping with your brother's wife wife. it was unfortunately opening up the doorway that you know galactic Armageddon I mean it it happens and I don't even remember if it was stated in dialogue why the Vorlons didn't just blow up the gateway and why it was set adrift in hyperspace where someone could find it but
3: well, it sort of was. The ones who had been taken over mm-hmm. by the third space aliens were the ones who set it oh, they, adrift in space. They, they wanted adrift. to save it
0: well, from apparently, being blown up. Well, apparently the Vorlons didn't have a nuke, or else it would have been fine. The thing that actually did, Only
3: these super advanced aliens had nukes.
0: Well,
2: yeah, why are the nukes so big on Babylon 5?
0: Yeah, they're very large. Is they're
2: nukes. awesome.
0: There's a nuke on Jericho, which is. CGI which CGI is only like four right. pixels. Well, the thing that's funny about the CGI is when you go inside. Sheridan lands and instantly you can tell you're on a soundstage because the the, the texture is very different. So you're on the soundstage now. And he sets up the nuke and it says four minutes. Then it says four minutes, 59 seconds. I'm like, that's an odd little LCD you have there. It went from 4.59 to four, but whatever. Or the other way around. So then it starts counting down and then Sheridan decides evasive maneuvers. Now the problem with the tension in the scene is he's going three miles an hour.
3: Now I want to know what the hell was he evading? What was that thing?
0: It was a giant space tick. So he's, a jo- he's avoiding his giant space stick, and he's going towards the door while the giant space stick gets in the way of the door. So he says, all right, invasive maneuvers hard to starboard, or as Ivana would say, hard to starboard. Because she says it really funny in the so sense. She's to, Russian. He goes to the other one, and the thing shoots its giant orifice, which was a little frightening if you ask me, at him and blocks the door. So Sheridan looks to his left, and he sees another hole in the side of the thing. And we know this is going to be the one because it's. you can tell he's back on the sound stage because it's a different texture. So he goes through that one, and he ends up getting out of the station and tells everyone to back off. And he's actually flying – He's, like, skinning the side of it. Like, he's not flying out away from it. He's flying, like, alongside it. So he's maybe 10, 15 feet away from the thing at all times when the nuke goes off and he's just...
2: Fine. He's But everyone tell.
3: else should back away from it. Everyone else like should back Like I away. said,
2: it's an episode off of... Starship Troopers, now, where they have little personal nukes that, that the cloud does not affect anybody.
0: Now, let me say this, because this this doesn't mean anything. This isn't a sport. Hang on.
3: Before you go there, yeah. I want to interrupt on the subject of Starship Troopers. Yes. There is a fourth movie coming out on the 28th. Oh, yay. Starship Troopers Invasion, all done in CGI, and I watched the trailer today. It looks sick.
2: I'm I'm, I'm excited that serious movies are being brought from this B movie from the 80s that is really only sci-fi cult classic, and no one else watches it.
3: I still love Starship Troopers. It's a great, great movie. I love it,
2: too.
0: I smell a (laughs) podcast.
3: Have have you seen the second or third ones?
2: No, not yet. They're not, not on Netflix.
3: The second one isn't too good, the third one's pretty great and it gets Casper Van Diem back to reprise Johnny Rico.
2: Yeah, I saw that. On the I looked it up on Wiki.
3: That's awesome.
0: I mean, the great thing about this show is this is the show that the only reason it survived, and we've been crapping all over this this movie tonight. The only reason this show survived is because they filmed it in a spa factory so far off the beaten path. They were able to make it affordable. They mortgaged their their houses, the producers, to keep the show on the air when they forgot to put you know money in the budget to renew it. It got canceled. They brought it back. So right now, this is probably like the heyday of Babylon Five. We're gonna get another season. We're gonna have a spinoff. We're gonna do Crusade, the spinoff, and we're. To get tv movies i'm pissed that in this entire universe full of material that we have not mind this is what they decided to spend two I hours know. on oh,
3: <laughs> they could have given us the
0: telepath war and the problem they- yes exactly because the problem with this show is they always said we're going to save the big stuff for the motion picture when we're in the movie theaters we're going to do the big stuff then and the problem was they wasted some of the opportunities It's not that you know viewership declined or whatever, but they had so many missteps they never got to the theater. So like, even when they then they said, "Well, we're going to write the books," and like, okay, we'll read it. It's still not even in the books. Like it, it it goes around it. So it's just knowing how good the show can be. You know what I really wish? I wish
3: season five would have been the telepath war and. Walter Koenig could have been the leading star. Right. It's just, that it's, would have been so, so, so epic. From
0: this point on, Babylon 5 is just disappointing. And knowing this, too, I was thinking about this the other day. You know, we get 22 episodes in season five. Now, this is 1998, 1999. In the U.S. at the time, most networks went from September to May – and then if you remember, you know, you take off time for you know Christmas and you're always there for sweeps and stuff. Then you have your season finale. Then you're in reruns all summer. And then you're back for your season premiere in September or whatever. That's how shows worked. And it's almost like a school schedule if you think about it. You have summers off. Then you hang out with your friends for nine months. You, you have a few weeks off around the holidays. And you get to know these characters because you're with them for nine months out of the year. That's how television worked. Whereas in the UK, you get like six, seven episodes a year and that's it. That's how t- the difference in television.
2: So and the th- you, Sherlock!
0: Right. So, but now things are changing. So what you have happen now is a lot of shows are summer series. So you get ten episodes, and then it's off the air till next summer. And that's how TV shows are being made now. And my problem with it is I'm great to have those 10 episodes, but I feel like I'm with people for 10 weeks. I don't get to know them, and then they're gone for a year. Mm -hmm. It's like being – now it's like you're at camp. So then the show is on again next year. I'm like, I don't remember what happened last season. Like it's been nine months. I don't remember who the hell these people are. There are
2: certain networks that do it better than others. I know TNT does it where their summer series go until about October, and then they start again in December while their other shows are off.
0: Right. That's my problem with this is like, I feel like, okay, if they made, and they do it like fringe, very good show. It's getting its last season and they're making it the 13 episode season. So they're going to pack stuff into these 13 episodes. You know, Galactica, they did a few 13 episode series, Doctor Who, 13 episode series. I almost wonder what would have happened if they said, okay, we're going to do a 13 episode final season of Babylon 5. You know, no third space, no in the beginning. You got 13 hours, including commercials to finish your show and I think the show would have gone out on a much higher note because he would have had to cut all the fat out. I love the people. I love that we got Claudia Christian again. I'm glad that we got to see Richard Biggs. I'm glad that we got to do all these different things. This episode is complete fat. There is nothing in here that we didn't know before, and there's nothing in here that's done remarkably well. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, and there's com-
3: nothing that comes into play later,
0: right? It's, it's it's just it's it's a complete waste of of two hours because he had 22 episodes and four movies and you know a spinoff. He had I almost I hate to say he had too much time, mm-hmm. and I almost wish we I wish he was under the gun more, and I think it would have been better. I also even say this my last thing I'm saying is if you had not watched this like if Catherine because Catherine's right where you know she's watching as we're going. If you had not watched Third Space and if you had watched the last episode of the Babylon 5 sleeping in light and called it a day you would have gotten a much better experience of the series.
1: You mean Roll ruined it for me?
0: No, I think that would I think it would have been stronger if you haven't watched if that if that that would have been <laughs> JMS under the knife. That that would have been him, you know, going for gold. I think it would have been stronger. Which is unfortunate, but that's why I think
3: There's only so many experiments with sci-fi I can undertake. I showed her Caprica before I showed her BSG.
0: Yeah. I mean, Caprica was – it was a show that based on the way they did it could never have been renewed. It could never have lasted. But for – you know, as a gift to the fans, these 18 episodes or whatever, I think it was it was a very cool thing. But it was one of those things that just couldn't have lasted. JMS tried to make uh, – I don't know.
3: It could have gone a second season. The re- it could have made a second
0: season. The reason I say it couldn't –
2: start. They said that about Stargate Universe and sucked the second season. The, the reason I don't think it, it could sucked have in was the first
3: season. What are you talking about? It's
2: true.
0: <laughs> BSG was losing its audience, and a lot of BSG fans didn't like the last episode. It couldn't have so it, there was no one who didn't watch BSG who would have turned in for Caprica because they wouldn't have gotten it. So you're limited to like that little dwindling audience and no one else is gonna watch it, so you're gonna get a share of that dwindling audience. And most of the that audience watched because That's they liked the sci-fi. Elements. I thought
3: the show was written to appeal to someone who hasn't seen BSG, who uh. isn't really familiar with it, because you're getting all of this esoteric stuff on the Soldiers of the One. Yeah, but I have to say,
2: yeah. having not seen Caprica yet, I kind of wish instead of Caprica they had done Blood and Chrome.
0: Yes. I don't want to say anything because Catherine hasn't seen it, but there's it's the same thing. In the Galactica world, there's a story they never told, and I think they probably would have you know, crossed paths with it on Caprica, but that's my problem with later Babylon 5. There's stories I desperately wanted JMS to tell, which he didn't because we had to go meet the pod people, and that's just – it's like why couldn't we have gone along here so that's uh, it's unfortunate but
2: it's odd because it feels like that is the end of every good sci-fi series mm-hmm. because that's what happened with stargate yeah that's what happened with enterprise
1: yeah
0: no enterprise i think got good enterprise got better the longer it went i think season 3 was much better i think season 4 was great i think it would have the single most terrible last episode of, of any show I've ever seen, but I think Enterprise kind of got better as it went. It just didn't have an audience anymore.
3: I, I There's think a great the, fan the whole, of the last episode. Uh, <sighs> There's a great fan of the last episode. I think episode I've, I've, I've that seen that the one. that cuts out all of the idea that it was just a holodeck thing.
0: Yeah, which... You, I, that, yeah,
2: that made me... That, that, but that, that I was, was talking horrible. more about the whole aliens invading or uh, shooting at Earth alternate universe crazy. That season was just I, I wasn't really entirely sure what was going on. And no, I, I like I like much that one. like
0: I like that one. I, I have a problem with that one. I thought that one was pretty good. Many but,
2: sci-fi series that I've seen where it just kind of goes downhill.
0: Yeah, no, I thought that one was pretty good. But I mean, see, so I'm, ha- I'm I'm just I'm having difficulty even finding stuff to say about Third Space because I just I I just feel disappointed. I have a note in here. When uh Jeff Conway first came on, I think it's when he's in the, the Star Fury checking out the um the alien artifact. I my note is the late Jeff Conway, the first reminder that the age of Babylon 5 will never come again. And it, I think at the time it was one of those shows that you rooted for, you love the characters, you love the, the story. But I think at some point it went in the direction I just wish it didn't go, and it's disappointing. I think that's unfortunately what I'm feeling as I watch this. It's just mm-hmm. And, but again if, if anything Babylon 5 came out tomorrow I would run to grab it because I think Babylon 5, bad Babylon 5 is better than any virtually anything else on TV.
3: Did we or did we not go by the Lost Tales?
0: Yeah, I did. And I honestly so didn't did not I. I didn't yeah, mind the Lost, the Lost Tales. Tales. I didn't mind the Lost Tales. The Lost Tales it, it yes. was a it was a Babylon 5 reunion. They built, you know, some sets with with limited money and they filmed two they they filmed two plays. It was two Babylon 5 plays. You could have filmed that on a stage at the community college with the same actors, and it would have been great. It, it doesn't hold a candle to the production of a TV series, but I I, I love the idea of plays. I love two guys stuck in an elevator. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, and that's mm-hmm. the thing. And the one thing which I will say, because you were joking, it's one of those things they never mention again. That's not true. There will be a. Mo- I'm not going to tell you where it comes in, but there's a moment in season five where two characters, you know, stuck in the proverbial elevator, are saying, "You know what? Maybe at some point we'll find a million-year-old jump gate in hyperspace, and we'll reactivate it and just see what happens." They don't mention, "Gee, we've already done that." And like, yeah, I thought that was sarcastic. But the thing was, that's not very funny either. Like, it's no, just it's really not. It's like what you're just. Like, it's like. You're joking about third space? Like, what? why is that even... like? It's, it's almost like apocryphal. Pretend it never happened. It's like the episode of Voyager with the lizards. The next time they go to Warp 10 or whatever and, and Paris turns into a lizard and his tongue falls out and he has sex with Captain Janeway and they have lizard babies. Uh-huh. <laughs> a year later, Paris totally is like... That's
3: accurate description of the episode. Yeah, a year... No, but a year later... That's okay, you didn't miss A much. year and later... SG-1, they completely... Ignore the whole Hathor stuff in later episodes. And at one right. point they lampshade and someone says something about Hathor and the character replies, I thought we agreed not to talk about that ever again.
0: No, a year later, Paris, you know, they talk about him going to war 10. He's like, that's impossible. It's never been done before. That was the biggest wink to the audience. We're very sorry. It never happened. Why would you joke about it a year later? Like here's a plot device. We haven't tried yet. And it's third space. I'm like, just pretend it never happened. The thing is the concept
3: of third space doesn't influence anything and, going forward, and, and
0: you'd they're even, they're talking some about,
3: people, at least, would be completely weirded out by, by the idea of holy shit, there's super powerful aliens right out of sight, and if they can figure out how to get through to our universe, we're dead.
0: Well, they're even saying third space, the big thing about it is it's faster travel to other you know, worlds or whatever, it's instantaneous. In I believe it's in The Lost Tales, they're, they don't use hyperspace, they use quantum space, or whatever they call it. It's like, okay, on top of that, you cracked the technology too, like, it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, it just... Yeah,
3: they just bypass third space. Go to fourth space.
0: Yeah. Third space, for the lack of a better term. I'm like, yeah, it's not very convincing. To, like I feel like I feel terrible crapping on it because I love Babylon 5, but it's just such... It's not good, Babylon 5, and that's just... A,
3: it does Kind have, of insulting. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's got a few good moments, though. I've got two of them picked out right yep. here. Susan is having the dream, of course, yep. and Veer is in the dream, and Veer's like, oh, Hello. How are you? And he's got three hot Centauri concubines hanging all over him.
0: And later he tells Susan, I dreamt about you. Why? What was I doing in the dream? Damn, I was hoping you wouldn't ask me that. You were even. I pr- I promised myself I wouldn't tell you. That. <laughs> what are you doing here? Why are you hitting me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why are we
2: here? Why are any of us here? Why are any
3: of us here? I don't know, but it keeps me up at night.
2: I <laughs> like the Veer moments.
3: The Veer is always awesome.
0: <laughs>
2: I do like Veer.
0: Veer was very good in this one. Well, the He's very, up there
1: with Lanier in terms of people I want to have. You know, just hanging out. I want to keep one in my pocket.
0: You want to keep a Veer in your pocket. Is Marcus on that it. list?
1: Uh, no, Marcus doesn't belong in my pocket. He belongs in my pants. Well, <laughs>
3: Danielle I'm would agree. Have to fight Danielle, for Danielle
0: would agree with you. Well, the thing is, Marcus isn't in the episode because Marcus was no longer on the show when they filmed it. Um, no, yeah, I was very somebody, sad just,
2: to find out that dead. Marcus was not on the. Well,
0: here's the thing. Why? Could, but he wasn't dead at the time they filmed it. Now, here's the thing. Why couldn't they just have not had Doctor Franklin in it and said, "Oh, they're they're on their way to Earth"? Because the reason for that is they would have had to start to say, "Okay, then we have bad relations with Earth," and then the IPX plot line. It, it's. Just, all around, it's just it's just a weird plot. The one thing I did love is that Captain Sheridan can touch his link on his hand twice, and the computer knows. I want to see security camera footage of the artifact. Then he can touch it twice again, and that means switch the camera angle in Med Lab. Like, think about the manual. You tap it twice and it switches the camera angle in MedLab. That's what tapping it twice. That would be great if you tapped it twice and, like, hardcore porn came on. Because really, it makes the
1: most. It,
3: it, 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 it's the, the link has a telepathic connection. It
0: makes as, as much logical sense as, like, you switch camera angles in MedLab. Like, who does that? Like, I don't know. The whole thing doesn't make sense.
2: Maybe it was not switch camera angles, but switch cameras in MedLab. Med
3: yeah, I uh-uh. was just pressing the up button. Just
2: like
3: through. <laughs>
0: well, I have a Bluetooth headset. You should see me trying to control the damn camera angles on that thing. It's like I'm hitting <laughs> them. It's like I can't figure out what the hell I'm doing. So
2: I have this thought of some technician like the computer doesn't like him and he needs <laughs> to call tech support because <laughs> he's pulling up porn on his console.
0: It's like the un, it's like hysterical call. It's the untold story. I think there's an episode on that in season five because they had to fill out 22 episodes.
3: No, like, they cut that plot line in favor of the Byron plot
0: or the one with the janitor. Remember the janitor? I do. Um,
2: That's another thing. So, so Ivanova and Beer have the dreams, but not like Bob the janitor.
0: I think uh,
3: <laughs> they sh- they didn't show Bob the janitor. I
0: think everyone was kind of having the dreams. Like it's. The whole thing was just...
3: There were a lot of people who were really influenced by that thing, and I really liked the scene where there's all these people watching the Asian fellow from IPX, and he's eating breakfast, and they're personally offended by this. You're not working fast enough. And it reminds me of the management at my first lab job. It's like, oh, you have time to have a 30-second conversation. You must not have enough work to do.
0: Yeah, it's. he's like, Clark was right. This is a very strange station. <laughs>
2: It reminds me of my last week on Puffla.
0: <laughs> your last week on Puffla. Don't you still work there? <laughs> what? Oh, your la- the last week for you on Puffla. No,
2: no, I'm saying this last week.
0: Oh, okay. It makes it sound like the week before you sound, quit. So, so you're to- sound-
2: leaving us? Yes, yes. I'm leaving. I'm 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 leaving POFLA. I was not <laughs> trying to tell you about this. But no, no, no. Leaving place that
3: makes you sane.
2: So, so. This last week, Ryan's sound has died. Yes. PS's Firefox browser with Puffa is doing something super funky that I have no idea what's going on, but I'm fairly sure it's Firefox's fault because it's not her fault and it's not Puffa's fault. And Scarlet is messaging me left and right about the dimensions for swag that I know nothing about. And I'm just going like, I can't help you. She's,
0: she's, She's in a dark place right now. But it's okay because Mac is back at Pofwa, so everything will be fine. Because Mac is trained for, for situations like this. Oh, jeez, Ma- Mac. Yes,
2: he's in. He's in what? Emergency management. He
0: is. So luckily, he's back. Yeah, so I mean, the, the, I don't think there's really much left. We have anything that's said about this. I mean, at the end of the episode, we kind of get the theme of the movie, which is it's all true, and of course, it's all a lie. And basically, he's saying things are gray. So now the entire point of the movie is about how they, the PR response to what happened here. You know, we say it was because, you know, X, Y, and Z happened. Well, that's true, but it's not the whole story. But that's not the, that's not the focus of the whole. I mean, they kind of put a nice bow on it at the end, but it just – I think it, it was a misfire. I think right after this, they filmed In the Beginning, which I think is a much stronger story. I think The River of Souls it tries to be a better story. and I think it succeeds, but not by much. And I think that Call to Arms is great. And, um, you know, Crusade could have been great if not for the folks at TNT screwing it up. So, I mean, we're going to have hit or miss Babylon 5 from now till the end. Season 4, I think, was the high point. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, it, it's like in those days. You know, will never come again. But I think that I think actually, from this point on, the best stuff you're going to get is actually the um, the trilogies, the book series. That stuff is fantastic. Yep, that, that that was what I think happened with Third Space. So,
3: yeah, I like how they ended off with, "Well, this is unlikely to ever happen again."
0: Right after he says, "Everyone's okay." everyone's okay our
1: pr doctors will have spun that well so uh yeah yeah they spun it so well
3: that no one remembers what actually happened
0: everyone's okay yes
2: it's like the penguin from madagascar you didn't see anything exactly (laughs) oh and that the vorlons make mistakes too
1: yeah
3: which we knew we knew that
1: well yeah But the whole thing at the end with Lita when she says, yeah, that was just one of the big doozies they did and somehow kept to themselves except for implanting their entire knowledge into my head.
0: Well, the thing that's that kills me is one mistake out of so many, so many others. Number one, we never see any of those other mistakes for the rest of the series. Number two, if we had, it would have been boring as hell because who cares? Like it's just, it's like threatening it's us on
1: anyway. And let's face it, everyone makes mistakes. It's threatening yeah, us. On. It's
0: it's threatening us. A bad episode.
3: Leaving all of that information in her head violates the terms of the agreement where everyone's going to leave the galaxy and let the younger races. Fend for themselves. Fend for themselves.
0: Yeah, it's like the it's like the Vorlon alarm clock goes off, and Lita right on all the walls, and lose a date. I don't know. It's just, the whole the whole all
3: work and no play makes Lita Alexander something something.
0: Does anyone else have anything else on third space here? You think I, I'm just. I'm struggling.
3: Yeah, I got nothing to say on it, really. I mean, yeah,
2: it, I, I took it, two pages of notes and then got bored.
0: Yeah. So, uh... De- <laughs>
3: death. I think you're- that
2: right there just sums it up.
0: Death. Yeah, you're driving. You're driving the bus. What are we doing next? Are we starting season <laughs> we were five?
3: Literally checking email and Facebook, <laughs> playing games in the middle of this. It's. it's
0: so are we doing season five next? Where we start, Where are we going next?
3: I think in the chronology, season five is next.
0: I love how he does it chronologically. Now, in season five, episode one. Um, It's called No Compromises, and the reason it's called No Compromises is JMS wanted to say there were no compromises in in the quality of the show, which, of course, there was. Bullshit. You're going to see in this episode a bunch of characters gather at a location. All right, and something <laughs> bad will happen there. So this is this I, the one about I, the conference I room? Yes, something I bad will happen. The
2: fact that you're being particularly vague for my sake. Yes, I so, and this. so they're Season going to. It's actually the only thing I haven't yeah, seen.
0: No, they're going ah, to. They're go, So people will be in a conference room, right? And something bad will happen. Okay, something bad will happen in the conference room. And they will secure the conference room, everything's fine. Something Ooh, that was ooh, that was close. But don't worry, we've secured the conference room. Nothing bad can possibly happen in the conference room from this point forward. Everything's great. And everyone says, Okay, good. Let's leave the conference room and regroup in the cafeteria.
1: Because that's safe now.
0: Well it's not secure at all. The conference room's safe. But we're going to go to the cafeteria instead. So we run down to the cafeteria and then like we have a hostage situation in the cafeteria. Why did we leave the conference room? It was fine. That was my, like, that's where the logic chain starts to break down. In season five, it's, why? Ouch! Do we-
1: if you think the logic train breaks down, I think I might be driven to hard alcohol real quick. There you go. So, so we, just
3: like tonight. In other words, right? So I yeah.
1: have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. You made my it. drink.
0: Fantastic. How far are we? How far are we watching?
1: For yes, our next hopefully episode. by
2: the time we record that cockroach gate will be over, and I'll actually be able to bring things up here so I can have booze.
3: Did we- you move in with Mike? No. Wherever he. is My
2: apartment was infested. And I moved oh, out, we have found one adult and like five babies, and that's it.
3: in your luggage
2: no, like okay, just in the house. oh
3: jeez, oh, do you think you brought them with you or yes, uh
2: oh so we so set they were out, in
3: your luggage
2: yes, or my boxes or whatever, right, so we are putting out roach bombs and praying that that is it.
0: I'm just picturing Keza well, do get I, a roach I'm, bomb. Uh,
2: praying with you, my friend. It was bad moving out. Oh man. Mm. I don't want to repeat that ever.
0: Do get a roach bomb.
2: We own we have them.
0: I know, I'm just picturing Keza. <laughs> it was, yeah, it it, was, it could it, be
3: worse, Kat. It could be possums falling out of the ceiling.
2: That's true. Well, that would be bad because I was on the eighth floor of a tenth floor building.
3: True. The thing is, she couldn't do anything about them because they're
0: a protected species. Oh my god.
2: The thing with the cockroaches is even if I bombed my apartment, they'd still be around because I lived above a Thai restaurant. Uh, and ooh. not anything, you know, it was a very good Thai restaurant, but food leads to roaches in the city and yep. mice, too. We also had mice in the alley. I found a mouse in the
3: basement the other day, and we ate Thai food the other day. I'm not feeling oh,
2: so <laughs> I thought you were going to say you ate it. Great. thought
0: you were going to say you ate it.
2: I'm fairly sure that eating the food is not associated with having the pests. I believe living over the restaurant itself oh, is good, associated because it
3: was really good food, and we want to go back there.
2: It was quite scrumptious. I'm fairly sure if you eat the food, you're okay. The the issue was that I lived directly above the restaurant.
3: Well, it's funny. We're going out to the restaurant, and there's one Thai place right in the center of town. And I'm giving directions, and she says, do I go over here? I said, no, no, go over here. And I drive... We drive like five miles down this road and it's lots of trees and other things. She's looking at me and is like, is this really where we're supposed to be going? Yes, yes, this is where we're supposed to be going. Found this little hole-in-the-wall restaurant and it was so, so tasty. Oh,
2: I love cool. finding I holes in the wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I and thought you meant actual was, holes in the wall. But. Yeah, it was
3: practically <laughs> right next to a an Indian place that we are going to try next.
2: Ooh. Yeah.
3: The Thai food was so good, it's become our local Thai place, and we're not even going to go try the other
0: place. Oh, yay. So what episode should we go to in season five? I vote for A View from the Gallery because it's about the I janitor. I have no idea what the episode names are. We're right. going up. To, let's go up to episode five, A View from the Gallery, because we can do an hour on the janitors, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I'm not kidding. It's about the janitors. I wouldn't um, lie to you about that.
3: The present model for Puffo Exchange is we watch the whole of something and then we take as many episodes to discuss as we need.
0: Well, that's true too. So are we watching season five?
3: I think we should watch the whole thing and then we'll discuss as needed. We can wrap up the telepath plot line in like an hour. We can do
0: and- Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so let's so season five, we're gonna we're gonna see let's see if we can do it in one kids. I think we can. It shouldn't be too hard. Mm-hmm.
2: Yay!
0: And um, I'm interested to see what Catherine thinks. And hard
3: alcohol is mandatory for this one, folks. So is this
2: going to be watching, befo- as
3: well as the reviewing?
2: Is this going to be before or after the Castle cast?
3: Probably after.
2: Okay, just need to know when I need to watch what.
3: Yeah, I need to watch season two of Castle or rewatch it. I should say, and we need to read Clash of Kings. Those are the next two things on the docket. I'm not sure which is coming up first. Well, this is very and exciting.
2: since Ryan has me editing, I'll be careful for the other podcasts. I will be listening to the audio. How am
0: I doing that?
2: What? <laughs> how? How do I
0: have you editing that?
2: Because he wants to do season four. The season four finale. No, I don't. You don't remember this conversation that we had?
0: I made a joke three days about. Ago? I made a joke to Sue about how I'm doing the season three recap episode. You should do season four, and we'll. Race. it was a joke i didn't sue think she took would
2: it seriously well sue I, always I, does on the be Careful episodes.
0: <laughs> like that's my fault so i think it is
2: based I blame on that story you.
0: It, it probably is all right so i'm actually gonna get out of here because danielle's gonna be home soon and i am on like the loudest headset available so i want to make sure i get off this microphone before you hear everything
3: i haven't heard from aaron lately has he actually sent you his microphone
0: he has not sent me his microphone. I feel like I, I feel like I have the microphone of Aaron, though. I mean, if he had a, the big. All blue right. Well, thing. just
3: be aware that in the Goodfik discussion, we started shipping Aaron's microphone with Mooney's microphone.
0: That's new.
3: Or sorry, the uh, the keyboards.
2: Can I, can, I, can I say? Whatever. Worse, worse than Mooney's keyboard is her mouse that she clicks with, because <laughs> I'm editing the be carefuls, and she's on the be carefuls, and every like five seconds it's click. <laughs> click click and i'm going oh, no. like slowly mad because it's really hard to edit them out when somebody's in the middle of talking well this is my oh, thing no. apparently
0: <laughs> i have the best microphone in the world i'm told by the reviewers of the amazon.com and like the people at cnet or ZNet or whatever the hell it is ZVNet. one of these sounds familiar this is the best podcasting microphone in the world so if it doesn't sound great i must be doing something wrong so we're gonna be live right, on pv right. weekly yes
2: the mic sounds fantastic. It's the fact that you're using 4,000 different softwares.
0: Well, there's to- that. Yes, there is that. <laughs> we're going to figure this whole damn thing out. Things are going to be fan-dab-tastic. We're gonna We're going to get this whole thing going. It'll be absolutely magnificent. And we will tune in next time. We will tune in next time. And uh, if anyone's around tomorrow night at 8 p.m., 7 central, listen to POV Weekly streamed live. It'll be exciting.
2: Ryan, I'll be there for tech support.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah but I,
2: but yeah I we're, we're
0: going it. to need you
2: but you know if you if you're okay in the first five minutes i might go and edit sound but I, I i have a the realization that i'm probably going to be tech supporting tomorrow night
0: do what you think is best do what you think is best i
3: may or may not tune in i'll probably be trying to write my fic i'm <laughs> so close to finishing year five
2: I'm so excited, T.C. I, I, I'll be on a plane. No, I, I am writing
0: Dumbledore's speech. Just bear with me because I'm having audio issues and I got gout. <laughs> but I'm working on it, man. I'm bearing I'm with
3: you. Cat wrote Cedric's speech.
0: He died.
3: No, he didn't. <laughs>
0: Well, he did. He did before. He did the other time. You've
3: had the story for like <laughs> a year now. I can't be held responsible. They for live. The they
0: summer. die. They they film the thing again. They, there's thousands oh, of
2: variations. Oh, Ryan, just wait till you read my fic. which is just gonna screw with you completely
3: it is at a magnificent 50,000 plus words thanks to me I am solely responsible for this I am very proud of myself
2: yes Death Row is solely responsible for the fact that I wrote the 50,000 words
3: damn right I am (laughs) oh come on you know it's true
2: oh I fully acknowledge the fact that you are largely responsible for getting me there but I wrote the damn words I know you did I know you did <laughs> right.
0: Well, I think I should be taken off here. So do okay, you want- Well, let's all say goodnight everybody.
2: Goodnight,
1: goodnight, goodnight. everybody. Bye.
0: Bye.